Travelling Tunes with Dr Kirsten Zimke. Morena Kirsten, how are you today? Yeehaw, good morning. <laughs> Yeehaw indeed. Uh, I'm excited about this. Queer Country is where we're going this morning. Yeah, it turned out to be a really big topic with huge histories. There's YouTubes about it and great articles about you know, country music's queer component, Mm. even though on the outside, um, country music can appear to be quite hostile to LGBTQ folks Mm -hmm. and very conservative, but there have been queer folks in there the whole time. And then including really interesting histories of queer folks all throughout, you know, history of the cowboys and Mm. that sort of thing, you know? One of the great queer sort of icons, I guess. The yeah. Mm. Well, yeah, because it was a place where people could leave the cities and have a bit more freedom. Women could set up houses together if they wanted. Apparently, there were bachelor marriages where dudes would hang out together just because they're, you know, traveling around, getting work and doing things. And, you know, nobody knows now exactly who was or wasn't actually gay. But there was a lot more space for queer folks to get out of the public eye if they want it. Mm, Yeah, totally. I'm going to hit this first track, which is going to be probably quite familiar to the listeners. Sun goes down another dreamless night You ride by my side so we're starting with the most contemporary bit of Orville Peck here. Now, who's Orville Peck, Kirsten? Some of our listeners might have even been to his gig a couple of weeks ago at the power yeah, station. So, so he's a weird story because oh, so pretty recent, and he's actually South African, but has lived around various places. And he wears this fringe mask, and no one's seen his face, and it's a pseudonym. And it's kind and so- of leaning into that whole, you can put on an identity... Uh, within like the world of queerness but also this kind of cowboy persona as well yeah I mean he talks about Dolly Parton putting on her sort of drag and that country music is this weird space between humor authenticity Mm. and performance you know like most country singers aren't actual cowboys or might not live in a rural area but yet it is also a space for this sort of authentic trauma sharing narratives and tragedy and regret and sorrow so it's yeah apparently you know he's really drawing on all those elements and if you've ever watched any of his music videos they're so stunning because he sort of draws on the world of drag which he grew up around I guess as a young performer he's drawn on that space as much as he's drawing on like I guess um, other histories of country to make this kind of world that sort of seems a little bit out of time and out of reality a little bit well, yeah, because if you look back on the sort of Nashville country as opposed to the Western, Western, the, the rhinestones, the pink suits, the pompadours, the ladies in suits, like for queer kids, possibly all along, it has been a space, you know. To, of exploration, to see, yeah. Yeah, to see people. Um, and you think about some recent stuff with like, with like Lil Nas X. And, yeah. You know, he was booted off the country charts, and some people feel like it wasn't really about the queerness. Maybe he wasn't white enough. Um, yeah, there's some really interesting articles you can read about that and podcasts that have been done about Lil Nas X and how he has really freaked out the mainstream country world by being a young 
black queer guy who's like, I want to make a country song. I also want to make a lot of pop music and hip hop and I'm going to jump around all these genres and you can't stop me. Well, because that's the thing about country. I mean, black people invented it. Mm. Um, but yet, um, you know, it, it can, it's been kind of conservative and not every, you know, it is a genre you can dabble in and have a feel for. And most people aren't fully living this supposed mm. lifestyle that you have to. This is something we've talked about before when it comes to country. This, like, idea of authenticity is, like, so central to country music fans, I guess, um, like, enjoyment of the genre. Or when people say, oh, this is authentic country, or, like, this person's got authenticity. What does that even mean, you know? That's right. Um, And so that playing with the drag of it all, like, thinking about the drag queen Trixie Trixie Mattel, Mm. um... But um, Brokeback Mountain, the movie, was a big deal for queer country fans. In fact, apparently some folks call themselves Brokies. <laughs> it's great. But and some queer artists say, we love country, but country doesn't always love us. Mm, yeah, true. Love this little ending. Oh, I also wanted to talk about the Cowboys having bachelor marriages. Yeah, tell us about that. For convenience, for travelling. And also, you know, of course, nobody really knows what was happening. But also, um, erotic friendships. I like that idea, too. (laughs) Black and blue and raz and straw and red. But most of all, I like two guzzled cherries. (laughs) And I eat them every (laughs) night in bed. What are we listening to, Kirsten? (laughs) So this is... This is the Sweet Violet Boys from 1939. Now, this is considered (laughs) in some histories as the first queer country. And I guess they got away with it because it was a novelty song. Right. And it's innuendo. Um, Oh, yeah. And they were an existing band, the Prairie Ramblers. (laughs) And I eat them till I almost bust. And I also like pecans and cashews. Yes, indeedy, I sure love my nuts. (laughs) I've got to say, one thing that queerness has often done in any genre of music is it's like uses humour as like a stealth cloak to get in to the mainstream. Like, this is a catchy song. It's funny. It's kind of lovely as well. You can see how... You might get some sort of bigoted folks tapping their toes along without realising exactly what they were, you know, co-signing there. Well, because, you know, the country music shows have a lot of parody and jokes, you know, that's totally allowed. So this would just be one of those funny songs. So who were the Sweet Violet Boys? So they were really the Prairie Ramblers, and even back then... They had a, a woman lead singer sometimes, and she was apparently the first woman country artist oh, wow. to sell a million albums. So they, you know, whether they were queer themselves or not, although apparently this and some of their funny songs are written by their piano player, so I'm wondering if it was him. Right. But um, <laughs> Well, maybe. Maybe he was like, yeah, no, it's just part of the band, part of the band. This is my one. I am always hungry for bananas. Ah, daddy. So that it all seems to be a sin. They're so good that when I'm all through eating, I still like to nibble on the skin. I like to eat, I like to eat. I like to good morning, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> this is I Love My Fruit by the Sweet Violet Boys. I hope everyone is having a great day so far. This has definitely put a smile on my face, I have to say, Kirsten. 
Yeah, that's good. Now, yeah, okay, now we're gonna go to one of those sad crying your beer songs. But also a classic. I yeah. confess I need you badly. Hold me in your arms. Love me madly. Who are we listening to here, Kirsten? So this is KD Lang, and she is very, you know, well-known as being an out queer um, butch icon. And um, she, now she had to get her start not through country music, but through what's called women's music, which was sort of, you know, a space in the 80s and 90s um, where women you know, had their own festivals yeah. and their own events, and it was a space for a lot of queer women. And so she does country music, she dresses country, she feels country, even though she's Canadian, but, um... <laughs> Can but I yeah, she country? <laughs> she couldn't come through country, you know, she came through this women's music. But I think her talent was so great that eventually, you know, the mainstream accepted her. Yeah. It's such a good song. I love Katie Lang. Who doesn't love Katie Lang? She's amazing. We, yeah, and her style is awesome. And you can find heaps of historical photos of cowboy women dressed just yeah, like that. Totally. Th- this is something that we've touched on when we've talked about country-related genres in the past, but the the sort of, like, space within such a large umbrella uh, of music for different types of people, it has always existed, but the mainstream hasn't always taken notice of it we talked about uh the chicks formerly the dixie chicks and about how they were you know tried to get political they called out the bush administration and then they were just like punished so hard by the charts it's not an easy space to be not i guess the mainstream or speaking to a very safe conservative ideology perhaps yeah not being patriarchal heteronormative and you could you know you saw how the dixie chicks got treated for putting one toe out of line and so, yeah, it's a really difficult line for queer artists. But you can hear that Katie Lang captures that sort of yeah. trauma and tragedy. It, um, you know, that country music offers. And country also was, you know, sometimes about storytelling and totally. controversy and talking about life and the universe mm. and politics. Loneliness, regret, failure, you know. A lot of gothic themes. Yeah, and so, you know, there's a natural space for some queer folks to talk about, you know, their lives and any difficulties they might have had. It's about humanness. So that's yeah. the, the weird authenticity sort of dichotomy that it has it's authentic but yet you can get the phony looks <laughs> <laughs> well no one couldn't call dolly parton inauthentic you know but she's the queen of of pageantry as well that's right so, so her look is yeah. is demonstrably false you know inauthentic and she plays with that and and so yeah so she's not a queer herself but she has you know obviously katie lang and orville pick both you know cite her as really important to them and Trixie Mattel so 
Yeah, it's such a groovy story, though, this whole queer country history. Mm, Totally. Well, thank you for bringing it to us this morning, Kirsten. Where are we going to go next week? Oh, man, it's such a treat. I'm so chuffed that I thought of it. (laughs) Bands with siblings. Sibling bands. Oh, I'm excited to hear that. Yeah. Thank you very much, Kirsten. We will see you next Friday. Okay. That was Travelling Tunes with Dr. Kirsten Zimpke. Thank you very much.